This is Run It Back with R.J. Broadhead. The Tiger Cats lost to the Argonauts for the second straight Labor Day Classic. This time it was a 41-28 Toronto win. This is Run It Back. I'm R.J. Broadhead. The 41 points were the most the Ticats have allowed in 10 games and the second most this season. In Game 1, they allowed 42 against Winnipeg. By the way, they play the Bombers at Tim Hortons Field in a couple of weeks on September the 16th. The 28 points the Ticats scored were the fourth most points the Argos have allowed this season. Of note, it's the third straight game where the Argos allowed 28 or more points. They won all three of those games. The Ticats are 0-3 against the Argos this season and have not had the lead in any of those games, not even for one second. The first quarter was a struggle again. The Argos had a 17-0 lead after the first quarter. Let's delve a little deeper into that. It was the fourth straight game where the Ticats have been shut out in the opening 15 minutes. Seven times in 11 games this season, they haven't scored in Q1. They have 19 points in 11 games this season in the first quarter. That's an average of less than two points per game. In three games against Toronto, the Ticats haven't scored a first quarter point. They've been outscored by Toronto in those games 32-0. The Tiger Cats have managed nine points in quarter number one in their last eight games. All those points were scored against Ottawa. They'll play Ottawa on Friday, so maybe that will turn things around. Tim White knows the Ticats have to score early to be successful. We're definitely hungry to get in the end zone uh, early in the first. You know, we want to start faster. It's definitely something that we're aware of. And, uh, you know, I think guys, they, they just want to get out on the field and allow our offense to be in a position to win games. And I think that's the main focus, winning the game. I mean, the main thing is that we have to just keep our head down. We have to continue to, to grind. And we know the pieces are going to fall together when they're supposed to. Uh, I don't think that really affects us. I think uh, we just look forward to going out and playing, trying to prove ourselves every single week. Tim White had a big game against Toronto. He caught a game-high eight passes. It's the third straight game where White has caught the most passes and amassed the most yards of any Tiger Cats receiver. That streak coincides with when Scott Milanovic started calling the plays. So I think we definitely feel like we're starting to come on. Uh, we're starting to understand uh, kind of how Scott's calling the games and, you know, just getting more comfortable with each other. I think cohesion is the most important thing right now. And, yeah, we're coming together and people are starting to trust each other more. I feel like we go through our game plan and we get the looks that we want. And uh, me and Taylor have been able to execute pretty much at a high level. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely made a difference. White ranked up 110 yards receiving. It's the second time in three games White has accumulated over 100 yards receiving, and third time overall. Tim White also scored a touchdown for the second straight game after a season-long stretch of four games where he didn't find the end zone. I think the biggest thing is just, you know, really trying to win. You know, I think that's been my main focus, uh, just, just trying to do whatever I could do to help the team get a win. And, you know, the opportunities that came our way, you know, they've been – uh, pretty good, and I've been able to get in the end zone twice. So, you know, it definitely feels good, um, and it's whatever it takes to win. Terry Godwin had the most targets, 11. He caught six of those, which was second to only Tim White. He also scored his first CFL touchdown and his second CFL touchdown, too. The Ticats lost, but there are reasons to be optimistic. 
Over their last two games, they're averaging 29 points per game. Keep that up and they'll win more than they lose. Another reason to be optimistic is the play of Taylor Powell. The quarterback went 30 for 42. Those 30 completions were the most he's had in a game. He threw for 296 yards. That's the most passing yards he's had in a game. His completion percentage was 71%. It's the third straight game where his completion percentage has been in the 70s. He threw three touchdowns. He had two passing touchdowns coming into the game, so that's impressive. He's up to five on the year. He did throw his first interception in three games, but it was his third straight game where his quarterback efficiency percentage was over 100. The 41 points allowed by the Tiger Cats is a concern, but the Argos were almost always getting the ball on a short field. In 10 of their 15 possessions, Toronto started a drive from beyond their 40-yard line. Their average starting field position was their own 52. In contrast, Hamilton started beyond their 40-yard line three times. Their average starting field position was their own 36-yard line. So on average, Toronto was starting 16 yards closer to the end zone than the Ticats. Here's Stavros Katsantonis. You never want to be, um, you know, on a short porch, so to speak. But you know, we we control at the end of the day. You know, who who gets in the end zone and who doesn't. Have, so I think, yes, you know, the easy the easy thing to say would be, yeah, they had short field position every time, and that's why they scored 17 points off the bat. But um, you know, we don't we don't take the easy way out and around here, and uh, we still got to be better at you know whether it's something that limiting them to three points or zero points, or, you know, even a rouge. That's got to be first and forefront, regardless of where they start at field position. They could start on the one-yard line. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, we got to do our best to keep them out and and not give up, uh, you know, seven. Stavros Katsantonis had a strong game. He had a team-high six tackles and an interception, his second pick of the season. I think the ultimate thing, though, is we want to win the game. Uh, You know, individual stats are are cool, but at the end of the day, the ultimate goal was to win. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get that done, especially on you know, Labor Day in front of our fans. The Argos challenged the interception for defensive pass interference, but the ruling on the field stood. I wasn't really too worried about it. You know, I had kind of seen the play develop from, from you know, start to finish and didn't see anywhere where, uh, you know, Tunde uh, could possibly have had a, a pass interference call. I think, you know, it was just a coach reaching for, you know, reaching for a call to, you know, not give us momentum that we needed. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, I wasn't really worried about it. I don't think anyone on our sideline was worried that that would be overturned. The Ticats are 4-7. and seven. Only one of those wins has come at Tim Hortons Field. They're 1-5 and five at home and will finish below 500 for the first time since 2018. This is what Tim White had to say. Well, we have a, a team revolving, you know, uh, with quarterbacks and you know, different pieces moving in and out. So I think the main thing is just cohesion. I feel like we've been playing pretty fair over the road, you know, on the road. Uh, so that's been good. But, you know, we never like to win it, uh, lose at home. Let's hear from Stavros Katsantonis. I think we, we just have to execute better at the end of the day. Um, you know, I think we're just at too many points where, well, you know, our offense is hot when our defense isn't and, and, and vice versa. Um, we just got to play better complementary football, you know, with the team. I mean, at this point, the the record really doesn't matter to us. It's just about winning each week and, you know, making the playoffs at the end of the day. And then, uh, you know, everybody knows once, you, once you're in the playoffs, it's a whole different season. Records don't matter. 
uh, home records, away records don't really matter. It's more about, you know, winning each week and, you know, the ultimate goal of, you know, hoisting the trophy at the end of it. The Ticats rushed for 84 yards. It was the first time in three games they were held under 100 yards. Well, the Argos did have over 100 yards rushing. In all three games against Hamilton, they've ran for over 100 yards. The Argos had five quarterback sacks. The Ticats didn't have any for the first time this season. Part of the reason is the Argos have been very good protecting their quarterback. They've only allowed 10 quarterback sacks in 10 games. The Ticats took 76 yards in penalties. That's the most they've had in three games. Playing Toronto might have had something to do with that. This is what Stavros Katsantonis had to say. I think just we were just weren't disciplined enough. Uh, you know, they were more disciplined than us you know, in that game, and it showed. Um, whether you want to say it's a robbery or not, you know, I don't think so. You know, we... You know, we get coached around here to, you know, be more disciplined than the other team and not take penalties, and that's not just a coaching team. That's a, that's a players-like thing as well. So, um, again, that's just another thing that, that we have to be better about regardless of the opponent. Um, you know, we could play smash-mouth football in between the whistles, but outside the whistles, you know, penalties like that or, or just, you know, controllable penalties are things that we got to get better at limiting, um, especially down the stretch here because, uh, you know, at, at some point you start taking penalties that, in games that matter, that, that cost you games, and you know they end up costing people their job. The Argos have been the better team in three games against Hamilton, but it was clear they put a lot of importance on the Labor Day Classic. Lots of celebrating toward the crowd at Tim Hortons Field. Tarvaris McFadden was ejected for two misconduct fouls. And after the A.J. Allette touchdown pass to Dejan Brissett, yes, a running back throwing a touchdown pass, Olette celebrated with a prop, Thor's hammer in the hammer. So how does that celebration register with the Tiger Cats? It's a rivalry, right? Like they have their own things that they, they had planned to do. And, uh, you know, unfortunately we couldn't stop them from doing that. Uh, you know, they score a touchdown, they can celebrate however they want, obviously. But, uh, you know, it does definitely sting a little bit more when it's at your, you know, home field, especially against a rival such as the Argos. It's a short week for the Tiger Cats. Wednesday is their only practice day. They'll head to Ottawa Thursday and play on Friday. We'll have more on that game against the Red Blacks tomorrow on the Ticats Audio Network with W6, where I'll preview the game, as well as Ticats this week, where Luke Tasker and I will discuss the upcoming game against Ottawa. So until then, let's hope the Ticats can get as hot as the weather, and then it'll be an exciting final seven games of the regular season. This has been Run It Back with R.J. Broadhead. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your audio content.